We're back to our regularly scheduled programming. Coming up on this edition of the Die Hard Dan Podcast, Shani J and I welcome members of the Detroit Sports Alliance to the show as we review the first quarter of the Lions season. Then we play our favorite game with the DSA, Hell Yeah or Hell Nah. And you know we gotta give our game predictions for the Lions versus the Jaguars. All this and more coming up right now on the Die Hard Dan Podcast. Watch out, here comes that roar. What up, though? This is Kurt Steele, and welcome to the Die Hard Den Podcast. And as always, I'm with my man, Shawnee J. What's up, Curtis? How you doing, man? Hey, good. And yourself, man. Hey, first thing first, everyone, please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, let you know to let you know in a notification bell to let you know when you're getting fresh content from us right here at the Die Hard Den Podcast. If you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, thank you for the download. We really appreciate it. If you go over to the Facebook page and like it, Shawnee J does an excellent job of keeping you informed over there on our Facebook page. So coming in now, we have a couple of members of the Detroit Lions on the Prowl and DSA. My man, Jim Bordeaux, the host of the Detroit Lions on the Prowl podcast. Hey, what's up, man? I'm loving being here tonight with you. This is an amazing hey. opportunity. I really appreciate it, Kurt. Thanks, man. You know, you're a return, returning uh, visitor to the Die Hard Den. And the first lady of the Detroit Lions on the Prowl, fan favorite, my girl, Val Bordeaux. Welcome to this Die Hard Den, Val. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on the show. It's such an honor, and I'm excited to talk about some Detroit Lions football. Well, thank you very much. But you guys know how we do it. It is time to tell me something good. And this week, the positive thing we have going for the Lions, and we got Joe Dahl, Bo Scarborough, and Mike Ford return to practice today, paving the way for them to play versus Jacksonville. Shawnee J, what you got with those guys coming back to practice? Um, It, it couldn't hurt at all. We got some deaf pieces. What's good? You know, I like both Scarborough. He's like him way back in Alabama. But, the, you know, he's a good running back, big, strong running back. Joe mm-hmm. Dahl. Um, I asked a question in our group, and I put it on our Facebook page as well. Um, well do you put Dahl back in the starting lineup, or did they find something with the lineup they have? Uh, with um, Tave, excuse me, Big V, playing guard and Crosby tackle and moving your boy Jonah to left guard. Did they find something? Did, did Dahl lose his spot, or... That's a that's a question mark. As far as Mike Ford go, um, I think Mike is pretty good. You know, give him a shot. Maybe he can play better than True Fires from playing for us. True Fires been hurt, been disappointment. Justin Coleman's been kind of disappointing. So maybe give Ford a chance. So that's how I see those three guys. Yeah, hopefully we can get these guys back. Um, Jim, what's the biggest hope that you have for these guys coming back? Um, Joe Dahl's one heck of a one heck of a ta- uh, guard. He needs to start if he can. Um, mm-hmm. Bo Scarborough, I like him as a running back, but we have so many running backs right now. I think they wait on him a minute. 
Uh, Mike Ford's really good and underrated as a cornerback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he provides really good depth since uh, Trufant is out, but I have a cautionary tale. Uh, I hate to mm-hmm. say this, but Matt Patricia said he doesn't want to bring any of these guys back or anybody back yeah. too fast. Mm-hmm. They have, they've got to get in game shape first and reading between mm-hmm. the lines. I would be surprised to see all three in there. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be, I think the person that I, I, I look forward to most uh, to coming back would be Joe Dahl. Uh, first lady of the Detroit along the lines on the prowl. What do you have for these three guys coming back to practice? Well, I think that with the way that the Lions have been struggling with a whole bunch of injuries this year, I think the more help they can get, the better. I'm thinking that with these guys, I wouldn't want to see them out full blast at this point because simply for that reason that you want to make sure that they've recovered well enough. Um, So I think you might see them in very limited capacity in this upcoming game. Hey, good. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, that was Tell Me Something Good this week. As always, thank you for listening or watching Die Hard Damn Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. If you're watching on Facebook, hit the like button. Hit the share button on both platforms and hit the notification bell. Subscribe to the channels. If you're on Facebook, go over and like our page. My man, Shawnee Day, Jay does an excellent job of keeping you informed on Detroit Lions news over on our Facebook page. And if you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, thank you again for the download. We really, really appreciate it. Hey, now it is time to go on the ball and talk about the offense. First up, we're going to look at the offensive leaders. First up is Matthew Stafford leading the team in passing 1,017 yards, passing eight touchdowns, three interceptions, and a quarterback rating of 93. Then we have my man, A.D., Adrian Peterson, 54 carries, 245 yards, uh, got a 4.5 yard per carry average. And lastly, in the passing game, TJ Hawkinson, 20 receptions, 180 yards, two touchdowns, and a 12 yards per catch for the year so far in the first quarter. So I'm Mike, uh, I'm going to go to you there first, uh, Jim. What do you think about our offensive leaders? Um, I love Hawkinson. I think he needs to be targeted more. Uh, Adrian Peterson was an excellent pickup at the beginning of the year. Matt Stafford with a 93 uh, rating. I don't think that's great. I really don't. I think Stafford's been on his game and I hope he, I hope he improves. I'd love to see Kenny Galladay up there too in the leaders. Yeah, me too. All right. Val, first lady, what do you think about our offensive leader so far? Um, I don't think that they've been utilized as well as enough as they should be. I think TJ Hawkinson needs to be played more. I think Adrian Peterson needs to be off the bench more. And I think that Stafford is kind of struggling with a potential injury right now that the Lions aren't willing to disclose. So it's it, it they're, they could be better. Could be better. All right, Shawnee J, I'm going to bring you a different question, right? So, Shawnee J, looking at our ratings, we're 25th in total offense. 21st against in the passing game, 24th in the run overall in the league. This is according to ESPN.com. What do you think about our overall offensive rating for the season so far? Well, obviously those numbers aren't good. My opinion to get better, well, you got to ride the A train, AP. Let's give them the ball. These next few games, like we should, we should win Jacksonville and Atlanta and um, should beat the Coast at home and the Vikings. You know, this stretch I got, excuse me, said before, 
this upcoming stretch, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, excuse me, guys, this upcoming stretch will make a break the Lions. I see you ride the A train, one of the greatest mm-hmm. running backs in NFL history, right until his legs fall off. I mean, forget all this, um, forget all about all this, you know, rotational stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you brought the A training because you don't think that that the two young guys were ready for big time yet. So ride the A-train, give them occasional bowl, but let them get about 95% of the carries. Let Stafford do his thing. Stafford must be better hitting open receivers. He missed some throws, as been well documented, just like Matt Ryan and Atlanta missing some throws, wide open receivers in the end zone. So that's not good. But Stafford, hopefully this bye, like I said, I told, I said before, this bye came in a good time. So mm-hmm. the players get their rest. Stafford get his rest. Get back together. The other players, hopefully, um, Patricia and Bevel and Utland, the, the coordinators, mm-hmm. they devise a game plan to, to stop the run, to get the potential of an offense. So the bye came in a great time. Hopefully, they use it right. Okay. All right. So Shawnee J already asked this. Now I'm gonna give my input and ask for you guys, uh, Val and and uh, Jim. What can be done to improve the offense as a whole going forward? Now, there's been a few things that they've said, um, you know, missing Joe Dahl in the in the run game, Matthew Stafford's footwork. Uh, these are some of the things, uh, like you guys said, missing some of the pieces, not playing them uh, or taking advantage of mismatches, you know, playing Hawkinson more or at least targeting him more, uh, you know, playing up to their potential on the offensive side of the ball. So, my thing is, what what can we do to get better? I mean, execution is one of the uh, things, and I think that consistency. And I would like to see DeAndre Swift more. So um, I think he's a a untapped uh, potential player that we have. That he has this big upside. He can run the ball. He's more than just a pass catcher out of the backfield. So Jim, what do you think that they can improve? on going forward uh, for the rest of the season player utilization. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the, like you hit it, you hit the nail on the head. Deandre Swift needs to be more than a theoretic back. I think that TJ Hawkinson needs to be targeted more. I, I think that Marvin Jones actually needs to be targeted a little more. And uh, I, I just don't believe that they use the players correctly. I, I, I want to see different tiles, types of runs. I want to see a draw play every once in a while. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. I want to see something different out of the offense. I want to see a, a better run, um, more different running plays than just the dive right, dive left, that type of thing. So right. I think it's, I think it's player utilization for me. Right. Right. Hey, I get it. I get it. Hey, um, um, Shani, uh, excuse me, uh, Val. So what do you think as a, our resident Bears fan. What do you think that the Lions offense can do to improve? Wait, did you just say Bears fan? Yeah, Val's a Bears <laughs> fan. Yes. Absolutely. Now I can't speak to offense because I am a Bears fan because we don't have any. Uh-huh. But <laughs> but I'll share my opinion anyway. I okay. do think that the uh players are not being utilized. I agree with all of you that the that they're not um being played to their strengths. And they're, and they're not being played as well as they should be in their positions. And so that's one thing. Um, there mm-hmm. needs to be a lot more variety in the play calling than what there is. It's way too predictable. Um, and I think that other defenses can read up on it way too well. And then 
you know, it's just a matter of, you know, getting Stafford healthy as well, because I think he's dealing with a lot of injuries that they don't want to say. Very good points. I believe, I believe that Matthew Stafford is a uh, nurse and something's going on with him. And that may be affecting his footwork, uh, throwing off his back foot a lot. So he needs to, you know, he can't drive the ball like he normally would. So he's just relying on his arm talent to to throw the ball. And that's causing uh, some overthrows and underthrows, just relying on his arm talent and not being able to plant well. All right. Now, thank you. That is on the ball for the offense, like we always do. Thank you for watching the Die Hard Dan podcast over on YouTube, on Facebook. Hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the notification bell so you know when you're getting fresh content from us right here at the Die Hard Den podcast. Hey, now it is time to defend the den. It is time to talk about the defense. So let's look at the defensive leaders for the season. First up, we got Tracy Walker leading the team with 29 total tackles, 23 solo tackles, and three pass defense. Then we have Jamie Collins, 22 total tackles, 13 solos. He has two tackles for loss and one interception. And lastly, we have Deron Harmon. He has 20 total tackles, three pass breakups, and one interception on the season. Val, you are a resident Bears fan, and defense is your forte. What do you think about our defensive leaders so far this season? I still think they need a lot more work that, you know, to get up to their playing potential. But I think that some, a lot of the pieces are there. I think you just need a little bit more help on, you know, especially with defending the run and things like that. Yeah. All right. Shani J, what do you think about our defensive leader so far with Harmon Walker and Jamie Collins? Um, you, there's two safeties in the linebacker. We need to be stronger up front on the line. Mm-hmm. The control the line, you know. The, um, our favorite group, the priority choice that Danny Shelton's really had an excellent, an excellent year. Was well, kind of hard to say that. I don't know how they can say that when the you know teams can run at will right past them. I mean, he's not an endowment kind of Sue, but they say he's having a good year. Two things I want to see. I don't know how this is possible. I mean, you got to stop the run much better. That's obvious. He can't stop nobody. I mean, everybody's been running through them. And we must get a pass rush. Now, we drafted Okora, you know, the younger Okora from Notre Dame. He was supposed to give a pass rush, but he hasn't gotten a sack yet. So we can work on those two things. I think we'll be fine, but those are two big things we got to improve the second half of the season. All right. So, Jim, I'm going to come with you with a different type of a stat. So, Jim, for you, now here's our defense, 28th in total defense, 13th against the pass, 32nd against the run. And you had an interesting stat that you talked about earlier. So, Jim, what do you think about our total defense rankings for the season? Well, our total defense ranking, according to Pro Pro Football Reference, was uh, 18th. Yeah. But if you combine the 28th and the 13th, or the 28th in total defense, 13th in the pass, but 32nd in the run, I mean, it's quite obvious we can't stop the run. I mean, yeah. it's it's obvious, and the reason is, is we have don't we don't have as many people up front as we need. To Shawnee's mm-hmm. point, you know, I think Danny Shelton's doing well. I think Penasini's doing well, but mm-hmm. there's only three guys on the line, mm-hmm. so you're not getting a pass rush that way. That's why your linebackers right. and your your safeties are getting more tackles. 
you know, right. but that's also why people are getting past the first line of defense. And right. that's why our defense sucks right now. We just don't it have enough bad. pressure up front. We don't. I think we need to, we need to slide that fourth guy up front. I think we need to play four in the line, uh, four, three, and we have the personnel to do it. We have, we're playing a, a three, four with four, three personnel on the field. I, I don't understand that. So yeah, we're playing a three, three, five. Three, three, five a lot too. So segue yeah. into that. Let's look at, is there a way that this defense can turn it around with the current players? If so, what can they do to fix it? So we'll take Val first. Is there a way they can turn it around with the current players we have? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there as no, um, because I think you need a few more players mm-hmm. in your depth um, to be able to, like Jim and when everybody was saying is to be able to stop the run. You don't have that ability whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So it, without that, you're not going to be able to improve much throughout the rest of the year. Right. Right. So Jim, what do you think could be done? Do they could turn it around and need to add some pieces? What's so, what do you say that can be fixed? They need or to change the scheme. Uh, they need to right. change the scheme. The scheme's not working. The three, three, five is just not working. Uh, a lot of the players that aren't fast enough. Jelani Tavai is not fast enough to be a, a, a pass rushing. Christian Jones is not fast enough to be a pass rushing linebacker. We got players that are playing to me out of position and we're not using Jared Davis, who is one of the fastest linebackers on this team. There's just all mm-hmm. kinds of, it's misuse of player talent again. And the scheme is not working with the players that we have. We need to switch it up to a four, three, and we need to get more pressure on the quarterback and we need to blitz the run every once in a while too. Right. So Shani J, anything to add for this topic right here? What the, what can they do to, to turn it around? Uh, first of all, three, three, five. Yuck. That reminds me of Rich Ride at Michigan this last year. That three three five defense couldn't stop nobody ten years ago either. I mean, everybody ran through Michigan with this three three five. They should just outlaw the three three five. But um, the best I guess the best thing they can do, um, like I agree with you guys, change the scheme. Patricia likes big guys. We talked about this, Curtis. Mm-hmm. Patricia likes those big linebackers. But remember, we had big people complain about the Lions like team speed a few years ago. And I said, that's what they like. But Patricia likes those big 250, 26-pound linebackers. The best thing we can do is maybe, like Jim said, do some run blitzes and crowd the box, play nine men in the box, force mm-hmm. the quarterback to throw, blitz the quarterback, blitz the running back, um, crowd the box, you know, play physical against receivers, Hit them, hit them higher, hit them offense within five yards, knock them to the ground, do what you got to do. But, you know, anything is better than what's happening right now because we can't – people are going through this like, you know, part of, like part of the Red Sea, the Lions defense. So they got – is that what you can do? I don't know if they can find a a, a trade partner. Like when they got um, Damian, you know, Stacks Harrison a few years ago from the Giants – you know, the defense improved because he was playing, he was balling in. His second year, he didn't play so hard. Mm-hmm. But this year, I don't know who's out there. We can get in a trade. And mm-hmm. you know, there's no free agents. At this point, you can really get the health of the team. So the Lions got to, you know, play the hand that they were dealt and do the best they can, I suppose. Okay. All right. Thank you. That's Defend the Den for this week. Talk about that defense. Hopefully, we can get it going going forward in the upcoming weeks so again hey thank you for watching the die hard damn podcast right here uh if you're watching on youtube facebook 
hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you know when you're getting fresh content. Follow us on Facebook. Shawnee J does an excellent job of keeping you informed of what's going on with the Lions over on our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at DieHardDMPodC1. Follow us on Instagram at the underscore die underscore hard underscore den underscore podcast. And definitely, definitely, if you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, we appreciate the download. So now you know what time it is. It is time for our favorite game. Yes. Hell yeah or hell no. Nah. So what uh-huh. we do, I ask the question, you tell me hell yeah or hell no nah, and tell me why. So first up, we're just going to rotate it. Uh, we're going to go Jim, Val, Shawnee for these questions, and that's how we're going to do it. Jim, don't jump the gun. Please don't jump. Let me finish it. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So, Jim, it is time for the Lions to trade Matthew Stafford. Hell yeah or hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. And let me tell you why. And it doesn't have anything to do with the value of Matthew Stafford right now being high. It doesn't have anything to do with how he's playing right now, all these other things. It has to do with the salary cap. Um, mm-hmm. We're on the hook for him for $25 million next year. It's not feasible for us to trade him right now and eat that salary if we're trying to rebuild. I think it's a hell no. Nah. Okay. Val? I'm going to say a hell yeah for number one. Even with the salary cap, y'all are still not going to do any rebuilding whatsoever. It's been 63 years into a five-year rebuild now. So just let that boy have a break and get a win somewhere, please. All right. Shotty Jake? Not hell no. At least not right at this moment. I still see, you know, if you're going to trade them, wait till after the season. Because... If you trade him right now, you've thrown a tie, you're giving up. And I still say we got a, a nice, easy, uh, relatively easy stretch of the season when we get back into it. So, like I said, we get some healthy guys back. And if, if once again, we blow 500, it might be time to end the Stafford in like, like um, Valerie, excuse me. Yeah, Valerie said, give him a chance to win. Send him to Dallas, send Jerry Jones, or send him to New England with Bill Belichick, you know. And then Lion fans be crying about, Oh, Stafford, he's winning Super Bowl without us. We want to get rid of him, but there is another lion winning Super Bowl outside Detroit. So I don't yeah. want to hear you people whining when Trevor Lawrence or the new quarterback don't have his first three or four intercession game. Again, we're going to get thrown out the group blocked. So I don't hear you crying. Okay. All right. Next up, Lewis Riddick is a top candidate for the next Lions GM. Jim. Hell yeah or hell nah. Mm. Hell yeah. I re- I like Lewis Riddick. I really do. I, my only question about him is, is he too old? And not too old for the Lions, but just out of the game. You know what I mean? Is it possible that the game's passed him by? I don't know. I- I'll be honest. I-, I like him, though, so it's a hell yeah for me. All right, Val? I'm going to say a hell no for that simple reason. As Jim was saying, he's too old. And I'd like to see a Lions player be in the position of a GM that's got a passion for the players and can change things around for them directly. All right. Shawnee J? 
Louis Rick, former NFL player, right? Right. ESPN. Let me ask you this. Well, no more analysts. We saw well Matt Matt Miller worked out. He's seen everything from the booth. So I want somebody experience. I said this already. I'd like to see Thomas Dimitrov, the, the guy that just got fired in Atlanta, be our new GM. Because he, in the 12-year period, before this year, he built a nice team in Atlanta, got them to the Super Bowl, made him very competitive. Only downside, he did work for the Patriots, but <laughs> at least he had some success yeah. in Atlanta. So it's one more successful Patriot out there. So I guess the Patriot way does work occasionally. But I would like Dimitrov to be our um, our new GM, and I would like if he's available. I would love to have um, I would love to have um, Mike Tomlin be our new head coach. Maybe we can buy him out the way same way Tomlin right. on Tampa Bay. Man, you getting off topic, bruh. Is it what's a hell no nah for you? Okay, it's a hell, hell no. Nah. Nah. Sorry. Okay. All right. So next up, the Lions will trade Jared Davis at the deadline. Jim, hell yeah or hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. And the reason is, is they're not showcasing him at all. You don't, you don't trade somebody you never play because he doesn't have any mm -hmm. value. And I think Bob Quinn might be a lame duck GM. I'm going to mm -hmm. actually say that the Detroit lions are going to be buyers at the, at the deadline and not sellers. You mark my wow. words. Gotcha. Val, did they trade Derek Davis? I'm going to say hell no for the same reasons as Jim. I mean, you've got to showcase a player if you're going to put some value on him. They're not doing that. And so I don't see him. And they also need all the help that he can get anyway. So I don't see mm -hmm. them selling. All right. Shawnee J, will they trade Jared Davis at the trade deadline? I'm, I love Jared. I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to say if there's a possibility of hell, yeah. i tell you why. They're not using them. But teams, they have to rely on passing. Knows potential. He has talent. If you can get something you really need for Davis, like a like a halfway decent pass rusher or a defensive tackle, I think they may use this as a bargaining chip and a draft pick to get that 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 run stuff or a pass rusher. So I'm gonna go against the other two and say hell yeah. All right. Next up, Joe Dahl will make a huge difference in the run game when he returns. Hell yeah or hell nah. Jim, what you got? Hell yeah. Oh my God. Joe Dahl is blowing people up when he was playing earlier. Creating big lanes with drag now and creating big running lanes for AD. I love Joe Dahl. I did not think he was as good as he really is. When you watch the tape, he's just blowing guys. He's blowing other guards up. He's creating holes. He's moving guys. Hell yeah. Val? I kind of almost want to give a hell maybe on this one because um, I'm not sure either way uh, uh, on the fence here. It all depends on how healed he is from his injuries and whether or not that's going to make a difference. So, yeah, if he's fully healthy, I can see him making a huge difference in the run game. But if he's still there are still some lingering issues, then it's going to be a, a, a hell no. He's not going to make a difference. Guy with the big hell question mark. Shawnee J. What you got? I'm like Val. Um, is will he really make that much of a difference, or do the Lions find something with the current lineup with Big V and Crosby and the, the guys they have right now? Um, because Dog, I had high hopes for him in the past. He never really, you know, took over that spot like he you wanted him to. 
And I thought he might be a Willie Pip situation when Willie loses job to the Joe DiMaggio uh, or Lou Gehrig, excuse me. But we'll see. I'm like Val. Hell, maybe. All depends on how healthy it is. And, if, you know, if it, the Lions run game improves, you see more long runs by the running backs. Yes, the answer would be hell yes, but it's hell maybe at this point. All right. So uh, just a caveat on yours. Um, I really like – I think Joe Dahl is playing pretty good. So um, – and with um, – I think I like I like Big V back there at the right tackle position. You move uh, Jonah Jackson back to right guard, and, and Joe, you put Joe on the left side with Decker. I think that's the. But Crosby's been balling. Crosby's been playing so good though. If if that's the case, you put Big V on the bench and then let him ride. But you can't. You pay him too much money to do that. Exactly. Exactly. So let's keep it moving. Next up, if Quinn Trisha gets fired, Rod Wood needs to go as well. Hell yeah or hell nah. Jim, what you got? Hell nah. Rod Wood has actually done a lot of good things for this organization. He's helped change the stadium. He's helped do a lot of good things, uh, you know, with being the president. It's it's more of the business side of things. So I don't fault him at all for any of the players and all the stuff that's going on here. I put that on mm -hmm. Quinn and Patricia, and I don't put it on Rod Wood. So for me, it's a hell no. All right, Val? Yeah, I'm on the hell no department with that one because simply because he is on the business side of, of the of the whole deal. And if anyone was to go before him, it would be the owners. Uh, okay. That's <laughs> Johnny J. I'm with the other two with this one. Say hell no, because Wood had nothing to do with the player personnel decisions. Um, mm -hmm. That's all. That's all on Quinn. Um, the Forest gave Quinn the keys to the franchise. You know, it hasn't worked yet. So no, but Wood has nothing to do with that. Like like the other guy said, he ran a business side well, but Quinn Trisha has to run a football operation side too well. All right, all right. Last one. The Lions can survive the rest of the year without Desmond Trufant. Hell yeah or hell nah, Jim? What you got? Hell yeah! I don't think he's playing that well. I honestly don't. I, I don't think you can lock him up on anybody right now. And, and maybe it's injuries. Maybe it's something he hasn't shown me much this year. I think, I think Amani Aurier is a heck of a corner. And I think Okuda is going to do just fine. He can't do much worse. Uh, Val? I'm going to say hell yeah, because this dude is stinking up the joint. He's not doing much. So, you know, yeah, y'all can survive without him. Yeah, I believe that. Shiny J? I'm going with the other two as well. Hell yeah. He hasn't done much. I'd say he was a disappointment so far because of injuries. And even when he was playing, he wasn't doing much. Like I said, get the two young guys, Aurore and Akuda. They're our future corners. And bring Mike Ford back, another young guy. So hell yeah, we can survive our true find. Mike, right. cut him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was hell yeah or hell no nah for this week. Hey, thank you for watching the Die Hard Dan podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Facebook, hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the notification bell, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you know when you're getting fresh content from us right here at the Die Hard Dan podcast. If you haven't done so already, go over to our Facebook page and follow us. Shawnee J does an excellent job of keeping you informed on Detroit Lions news over on our Facebook page. 
If you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, thank you again. We appreciate your business and the download. So now it is time to go into our Lions at Jaguars game prediction. All right, first up, we want to take a look at the current injury report that came out today. We had tight end Hunter Bryant out with a concussion, no practice. Trufant again down, no practice with a hamstring. Christian Jones was limited due to a knee. Safety C.J. Moore, again, that calf, he was limited. Frank Ragnow, surprise, with the groin injury, limited practice. Deshaun Hand and Nick Williams, both were full participants with a chest and shoulder injuries. So, Jim, you want to talk about it. Let's talk about the injury report and one Mr. Frank Ragnow. What you got? Oh, man, I this one really bothers me because who's the backup center again? Okay. Oh, Dog play. Uh, yeah, but Dahl's hurt or, too. Or Bo Benswaz <laughs> come back. Bo Benswaz is better come back. Backup. Yeah. Bo yes, Benswaz. Actually, do you know Isn't who the, the backup is? Logan Stenberg. Oh, yeah, he no. is. This point. He is. He is. He is. He is the backup center. So Logan Stenberg is the I'm backup scared center. for yeah. my life that Frank Ragnar's <laughs> not going to play this game. Uh, so yeah. that if he doesn't play, that really, really hurts us. And that may change my pick, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. we need him back. I don't think Dahl's coming back this week and that's going to mm-hmm. be worse. Uh, Deshaun hands always on the injury list. I think he just hangs out there. I don't know why, uh, yeah. Nick Williams with the shoulder. That's concerning to me as well. But, uh, I, I think this is a bad thing for us. Uh, are we mm-hmm. picking the game right now or what? Or is that what we're no, I'm going to get everybody to look, look at the, um, at the injury, look at the injury room. Yeah, in the report first. Hunter Bryant, um, we thought he was coming back this week. Yeah, how do you get yeah, no, all of a sudden he has a concussion. a concussion? What does he do? Hit yeah. his head up against something in the last two weeks? Come That's on, guys. Fri- yeah, this is my Friday. How'd you get fired on your day off? Like if right, Ice Cube, how'd you <laughs> fight your day off? <laughs> yeah, exactly, Shawnee. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. man. All right, all right. Crazy. That's my thought. That's my thoughts on that. Yeah, Shawnee J, what you got on the injury report? Once again, Hunter, how did you get fired on your day off? How did you get a concussion? What did you do? Um, yeah. you, you, you do the same thing that um, big, um, what's the tight end? Supposedly tripped over his dog, hurt his ankle. Oh, um, Fourier. Uh, Joe, Fourier. Joe, Joe Fourier. Fourier. Oh, yeah, Joe. Should, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, you know, right now, he's the best center game, at least the second best center game, according to PFF. He'll be a tough loss. I, I hope he can play. I really have him in there eight percent and not at all. Hope he can play. Um, you can't take no team for granted, even a team like Jacksonville or Winless Atlanta. You won't be full strength. I thought we'd be full strength at this bye, but see, we got more injuries after the yeah. bye. But um, no, they tried Stenberg at backup center, but it was a disaster. So they made Dahl the backup center mm. because Stenberg can't be backup. Even they tried Big Bo, my man, Bo at center, but not Stenberg. But this is hope that, you know, whatever they do, they beat Jacksonville. I think they can beat Jacksonville. May not be a blowout. I still mm. think they better beat Jacksonville or else Quinn, baby, excuse me, Patricia, baby, fired. Can't mm. even get on a plane, hitchhike, get back to Detroit, wherever mm. you go, anywhere you can, get your belongings, <laughs> clean out your desk, you know, oh, and get out of here. Okay. All right. Um, Val, your injury report, what do you think about the, the, the mass unit right here we got on the screen? Most of these guys y'all can really do without, honestly. 
Um, except for Ragnall, that's a big, huge uh, factor in how this game is going to go. So I'm a little concerned about Ragnall's injury, but for the rest of them, y'all can stay on the injury list and or get cut. I would really <laughs> care less. All right. Okay, so that's everyone's. I have to agree. Uh, Frank Ragnall is definitely the person that I am looking at where it's like, uh, I don't like to see that. I don't. You like notice to nobody mentioned Christian Jones. <laughs> nah, we good without Christian Jones. Why would we? There's no, there's no need to bring him up, man. You bring him Okay, we got to bring up old stuff, man. Come on now. All right. Now it's time for our game predictions before we get out of here. So, Jim, what do you got for the game prediction? Who do you, who wins and what's the score? This is really tough for me because I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, it, it's very, very difficult for me because I don't know if Frank Ragnall is playing. And I think that makes a huge difference in the Lions uh, game plan mm-hmm. this week. I'm going to go with the Lions, and I'm going to go with the Lions – um, I'm trying to think of a score because I think it's going to be fairly high, forty-two thirty-five. Whoa! Okay. As long as it wins, okay. Val, what you got? Uh, let's see. Where at? Where are the Jacksonville Jaguars at right now? What are they? They what, one and five. One and four. One and five. No, one and one and four. One and four. One, one and four. four. Yeah, one. And well, four. if y'all can't beat Jacksonville, there are some serious problems then. So I'm going to say, though, with the offensive problems, though, I don't see this as really being a high-scoring game. Um, I don't see – I still don't see you winning, even though you should. So I'm going to go – it's going to be Jacksonville 20, Lions 17. Okay. That's typical Lions score. Johnny J, what you got? Yes, but my turn, Curtis? Yep. You're up. Hello. Did we lose Johnny J? I'm sorry. It froze up. The, the system froze up. I'm I'm here. You, okay. you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. We froze up for a minute. But yeah, this is like I well, this is a typical Lions game that they typically lose when they should win. But I'm still gonna say we're gonna win 28-21. That can be a blowout. 28-21. Yeah. Okay. I have a high scoring game as well. Neither neither team's defense is that good. So I'm gonna go 35. 32 Lions. All right. So that is our game predictions. So now it is time for us to go ahead and get on out of here. So what we want to do is, Jim, how can the people find you on social media and what's and you find your show over there on YouTube? Well, we're called the Detroit Lions on the Prowl. We have a Facebook group. We also have, and you should know this because you're kind of the co-host there too. So... (laughs) We have a YouTube channel. Look us up on YouTube at Detroit Lions on the Prowl or just Lions on the Prowl. That works too. Um, I am uh, LOTP14 uh, at Twitter. And so you can look me up there as well. Also on Facebook. Thank you very much. How can we find you on social media, Miss First Lady of the uh, Detroit Lions on the Prowl? Same places you can find me where where Jim is at as well. Um, So if you find Jim, you find me. Um, so. <laughs> All right. So, Shawnee J, you know what to do. How can the people find you on social media? The main place you can find me is Facebook. That's the page I always use. As Curtis says, I update our 
Diehard Den page as often as I can. Also, I'm the head administrator of the Detroit Lions Truest Fan Group. I keep that page updated as well. You will, you know, I'd love to add you. You want to join us, and you can find me at Sean Jennings on Facebook. All right. For me, you can find me at Curtis Steel 14 over on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the show at DieHardDenPodC1 on Twitter. You can follow our Facebook page, facebook.com slash DieHardDenPodcast. Our YouTube channel is DieHardDenPodcast. And over on Instagram, it is at die underscore hard underscore den underscore podcast. Any final thoughts, Jim, before we get on out of here? Yeah, I just appreciate all the listeners. This is a wonderful show. Please download it. Please subscribe. And uh, Kurt, you do an excellent job. Thank you for having me on tonight. Thank you, my man. First lady. I just want to say I appreciate being on. I appreciate you having me on. It's been an honor discussing Lions football with you. And let's uh, see how this game goes this week. Okay. Shawnee J, what's your party well, shots? Like I said, this stretch will make or break Quinn Trisha. You know, we got some, there's no easy games in the NFL, but this is the closest get with Windless Atlanta and Jacksonville and the Colts who are kind of struggling with Phillip Rivers. He says he's not the same. And the Vikings are struggling. So this 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 stretch right here will make or break the Lions and Quinn Trisha. They have a future in Detroit on that. So let's do it. Okay. My final thoughts are for everyone, please. COVID-19 is still real. Please continue to be safe there. Wear your mask. Keep your hands clean. Sanitize. And just keep yourself safe. And what I want you to do for me, please, please, I know most states, I know most states that uh, you guys are in Michigan. I'm in North Carolina. Early voting has started. Please go and do your constitutional right and go vote. Hey, I don't care who you vote for. Just go vote. Hey, just do that. Hey, I spent 26 years in the military fighting for your right to exercise your constitutional right. So do me a solid and go out there and vote. So with that being said, what I need you to do, whatever, whatever you do in life, you got to boss up, ball out, and be the best version of you that you can be. For Jim, Val, and Shawnee J, this is Kurt Steele, and we are